Shalom and welcome to Once Upon a Soul, an exploration of 68 unique stories inspired by the teachings of Rabbi Usher Freund Zetzal. This podcast series is sponsored in loving memory of Mrs. Clary Safrin, Alea HaShalom. May the neshama of Rivka Sarah Basra Yeshua have an aliyah. Maisa Beben Kfar, there's a story with a villager, a person who lived in a small, humble village, Shechal Amloi, who one time had a vivid dream, Shuhumelech, that he was actually a king. Vinis Oirer, and he woke up, Vechashav, Shazemes, he thought it was true, Vehumelech, that he's a king. Vehalach, and he went, Vyashav, Bikikar Akfar, and he sat down in the village square, Vayimisnaig Atzme Kimelech, and he was strutting around like a king would chest puffed out, trying to give off the impression to others that he was a king. But there was only one problem. Because even though, at least in his mind, he was really certain that he was a king, he began to wonder, so where are all of my soldiers? And where are all of my palaces? And where are all of my servants? And where are all of my treasure houses? And he became extremely, extremely bitter and extremely dejected and extremely depressed. Because he's been sitting there for, for days and years past by, so absolutely certain that he's a king, but again, painfully aware of the fact that he's not able to enjoy any of the luxuries that a king is. And all the villagers would pass by, and they would make a tremendous mockery of him and laugh at him and taunt him. And they would say to him, How is your majesty? It's so wonderful to see your majesty. And they would make fun of him. And they would all laugh until this individual went completely crazy. It's a very, very tragic story. Story number two. He went crazy. So, just B'derech Efsher, to suggest a possible interpretation, it seems to me that all of us are a little bit meshuga like this. That all of us, in a certain way, have expectations about who we are and what we deserve and what's coming to us. And because those expectations are so cemented into the way that we perceive our identity, being completely unshakable and set in stone, that's who we are. So then all of a sudden, when life doesn't unfold in a way that aligns with that perception, it leaves us with tremendous bitterness, with tremendous mirirus. Because we have a certain expectation of the way that we think things must be. And the reality is that it's just not true. Nothing's really owed to us. Everything's a gift. Like our sages teach us, every breath that we take, we need to thank Hashem for. Nothing's a given. Our problems don't begin with our circumstances. Our problems begin with the incongruence between our circumstances and our sense of entitlement. That's what produces the marirus, the bitterness, because it all depends on how we view ourselves and it all depends on how we view whatever it is that we do have. If we have the mindset of expecting little, 
If we have the mindset of expecting challenge, to understand that this world is not where it's at, this is not our destination, we're journeying, we're on the way, this world is a hallway leading to the great ball of Olam Haba. So then whatever we do have is appreciated and celebrated and valued and enjoyed and the quality of life is absolutely tremendous. But when I have the mindset that I am a melech, right, and that things are supposed to go in a certain way, both in Gashmias, physically, the things that I expect that I should have, the things that I feel that I am entitled to, that I deserve, but also Baruchnias, also spiritually speaking, that we expect that things should be easy. We expect that we should be able to overcome this Yetzirah or that Yetzirah. When we have an expectation that's rooted in the way that we view ourselves, then we're going to be miserable a lot of the time, even if we have so much. And this is a universal truth. Ezehu Ashir, who's the truly wealthy person? Hasameach Bechelkoi. The person that begins with very little in the way of expectation, and every little chelek, every little shard of whatever fractured experience of reality he's privileged to be gifted with, even though the quantity might not be that impressive, but the quality renders this person an ashir, a true ashir. And if we're able to take this mindset and apply it both to Gashmias and to Ruchnias, both to our physical, practical, this-worldly circumstances, as well as to our spiritual journey, and to just be open to whatever it is that happens, even though we're trying our best and we're striving, but to allow the story of Hashem, the Maiseika that we spoke about in the context of the last story, to unfold through us, we're able to avoid this Merirus, we're able to avoid this bitterness and this mishigas and this insanity. And we're able to live lives of true dignity, of true malchus, of true royalty, of true wealth that comes from being sameach bechelkai, to treasure every little bit that we're able to enjoy both in our physical lives as well as in our spiritual experience. Wishing everyone the most wonderful day and thanks for listening. <laughs>